Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. What's up? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, let's go around the room and check in with everybody. He spends his weekends going from game to game with his four boys and golfing in his spare time is something he enjoys. It's producer Eddie. So do you guys remember last year I went on a digital detox? I did it for about a month where I did no social media. I did sort of. You were on the show on social media the whole day. Well, right, because I had you to posted for work. I had to, you know, if it has to do for work, I wasn't. But that's not a real detox, but I hear you. Oh, well, anyway, that's what I did last year. It was great. I'm glad I did it. it like really detoxed my, uh, I don't know, my sensories. Yeah, because you got to do it all day. Yeah, yeah, no, that's no, fine. But but anyway, so this year I said I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to do something different. Okay. I turned my phone into grayscale. So it's all gray. And the reason I'm doing this is to make my phone dull. Like there's no vibrant colors. I look at it, phones, it's impossible to even find an app. So I'm trying to limit my screen time by making it dull. So I don't know much about grayscale. Amy. It just takes away the color. Like it it makes it less interesting because our brains are drawn to certain things on there. And so this will help him. The phone is now less desirable. So, Bones, say like I'm on my phone, I'm on TikTok, right? Everything's black and white. Everything. I'm even like, oh. the videos? Even the videos. Even when I take a picture, it's black and white. Oh, oh that's So, basically, you're in a time what? machine. Yeah. You, went to, you went to when they made your favorite movies. In the 1940s. Oh, There's no way. It's yeah, check it out, Lunch. So, anyway, so I put this on, take a picture. It's black and white. There's Morgan. Boom. But it's a real wow. color picture. I right. only see it black and white. So, oh. when, I, when I take my eyes off the phone and look at the world... It's beautiful. It's more vibrant. And I'm like, I'd rather be in the world than on my phone. So yours is, it's not that the chemicals in your brain are affected by what they've developed in these social media apps of sounds and sights, but it's the juxtaposition of gray, crappy versus world lovely. Correct. Right beside each other. Correct. Black and white, boring. The world, beautiful colors. And why do you, why do all the movies you like? Why are they all black and white then? Good. Uh 
Great point. Well, that's because it takes me back to a different time. But you weren't alive in that time. I know, I know. I wish I was. We're going to review one of Eddie's movies coming up in a little bit. Question, how long are we doing this great thing for? I'm going to do it for the month. Okay, this is, now we know. Now you're going to be more addicted to your phone. You like to go back in time. That's true. Oh, this great. Phone, your phone's going to be nostalgic for an era you weren't even living in. <laughs> think about that. I never even heard of Grayscale. Is it a feature? Yeah. I'll, I'll turn your phone to it. That's okay. I first heard, like. I already live kind of Grayscale. <laughs> I'm kind of oh, colorblind, colorblind so yeah, just, right. just sort of grayscale. We first heard about it, Eddie, remember from church, mm-hmm. they were encouraging it. Yeah. To like, so you be, be off your phones. He is running out of time to sell the items we got from the pallet. And if we did a poll on worst investment deals, this will be top of the ballot. Here's Lunchbox. Woo! I'm going to go back in time, guys. In November, we started talking randomly on the show about this dog cough that is taking over the world where... Doctors didn't know how to treat it. Vets were like, all these dogs are getting it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's what my dog has. And you guys made fun of me. Yeah. We didn't make fun of you about your dog being sick. That did not happen at all. You're like, it doesn't. your dog doesn't have this. And I played you clips. And I was like, listen, this is what my dog just started doing. And I don't know what it is. Guys, it is two months later. I've been to three different vets. And my dog still has the cough. Still hacking. <sighs> they can't figure out what it is? Can't figure it out. We've taken so many x-rays and sent them off to uh, like x-ray specialists and t- this antibiotic, this antibiotic, this, this, and this. What, what, what is it again? Hold on. Antibiotic. Okay. You said that right. Okay. That's what I said. It. No, you can no. say antibiotic. Uh, whatever. Antibiotic. We've done all sorts of things. The next thing on the table is they want to put my dog under, insert some fluid into his lungs, mm-hmm. and suck it out and culture it to see if there's some bacteria that they're missing. Oh. But... I mean, my dog is 14, so putting him under Ooh. is... It also just could be he's getting old. Yeah. But, you, man, we have been battling. So, yeah, I mean, everybody's sucks. been asking. Still coughing. I, it is I rough. I to hear that. We never made fun of his dog, for everybody listening out there. Not one time did we make fun of his dog. Never. Oh, yeah. you guys were like, he doesn't have that. And I said, guys, it was out of nowhere. And then I started playing the clips. And you guys, you were like, we don't need to hear that. We don't need to hear that. What happened is you always say you have everything. Or you're being affected by everything. And we said, I don't know if that's true. And then you brought it in. And we're like, wow, you may have that. <laughs> that the clip. What, what is that? What you, are you playing? I'm playing my dog, guys. There's nothing on there. Well, there was. Okay, anyway. You guys didn't hear it. All right, moving on. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> All right, moving on. She hosts the Women of iHeart Country Show. And if you want to listen, the iHeart Radio app is where you go. Here's Amy. <laughs> so my Gmail is so full that I got this notification that I can now buy more storage for just or like, you can delete all yeah, of the emails that are in there i know but what if i delete something that i need to go back to that's you my you thing. don't need it i might I deleted his whole account i, I know I, there's no way i'm gonna do that no 99 chance you don't need anything in there okay well when's I the have, last time you needed something from it sometimes i go back and look at emails from way back okay. my mom i have emails from my mom then i'm not save deleting the those specific okay. ones you want no, that's different you save those yeah, yes but, but don't weird not delete it because you may need to go back to it for some reason. That's called being a hoarder. Okay, well, I'm a digital hoarder. Are you going to buy more space? Why don't you just use this as an exercise? $1.99 a month for a year, 100 maybe. GBs, mm-hmm. gigabytes. I would delete stuff. Do the thing where you can do size where you hit the button and it brings all the biggest ones first with all the paper clips on it. Wait, we can do that? Yeah, you can manage your yeah, storage. Yeah, and then wow, start how deleting do do that? all the big ones first that you don't need. Oh, that's genius. And then go over. I didn't know you could do it by size. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is good news. This is good news. Okay, Ray, go ahead. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's a big Jersey guy, and today it's the Packers I spy, Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. 
So here's the thing. On Saturday night of this week, I got big news on Saturday night. I got big news, big news. I'm going to be staying at the sleep place on Saturday. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. I got to go sleep in the sleep center with cameras all on me on Saturday night. They apparently really only have you do it on Saturdays and Sundays where you sleep there. They were, I guess, make exceptions occasionally. I really don't want to sleep there and then come do the show. Yeah. So on Saturday night of this week, I will be spending the night in a room that looks kind of like a hotel bedroom, but there are cameras on the walls all around, and they're going to hook me up and tape me up and try to figure out what's wrong with me when I sleep. Will so they let you tape your mouth? This. I I don't know if the rules are do what you normally do right now, because I've only started doing that recently, so I probably won't. I would think uh, that you need because to. Because it's, it's so new. You need to be in your purest yeah. form. Like, you probably can't take anything. No magnesium. So I, I'm going to go and sleep and have them watch me, and we'll pay-per-view it. Oh, yeah. Are you allowed to have your computer and stuff? Like, how do you... I don't know any rules yet. I just got an email a minute ago just going, don't... we'll see you on Saturday night. But I'm sure you don't go in and you're just isolated of the world. Yeah. Hello. I wonder if you can go in and play video games for a little bit and then slowly go to sleep, or do you just go in, all right, time to go to sleep? Yeah, do you show up at like 9 p.m., like when it's your bedtime? I do show up at 8 p.m. Okay, it's your bedtime. Oh, so you got to eat before you get there. They have snacks. They- <laughs> yeah, midnight snacks, man. Too. Yeah. Are you locked in the room? And are there other people in the other room? There right. for sure are because if they only do it a couple nights. What if I get lonely? Right? Do you knock on the? <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Chuck, you in there? <laughs> Trying to sleep, man. I'm just scared. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing that Saturday night. So big news. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Yesterday, my 17-year-old son told me he wants to drop out of high school. Most parents wouldn't even consider this. With my son, it's a bit more complicated. He's been coding for more than 10 years. He makes as much money as I do. He's incredibly responsible. He laid out what he plans to do with his time on how he'll save his money, on when he'll be working, when he would be going to school. I'm running out of good reasons to tell him no. What do you think? Should I let him do what he thinks is best? Signed, mom of a tech whiz. Well, he's 17. He's probably so close. He's so close. And I get, hey, he's making a ton of money. And maybe if he's making that kind of money at 15. Yeah, man. But he's so close. It's like, son, you're right. You could quit high school do this and you have something the rest of your life and never look back and you're all good because it literally could happen even with college right college not for everybody college not for everybody but it's like you're so close just finish because then at least you'll just have it if for no other reason all that work is not like in vain if you're if you're so close just finish if you're one credit three credits short of your college degree lunchbox oh which College is different than high school. Which you oh, are, but sure. you're so close. Yeah. It's not even about what it can get you, the degree. It's that you've almost finished. You might as well score yeah. and cross the finish line. Accomplishing but, that, check. But I do understand. If he's like, hey, this is what I'm going to do my whole life. I want to do it. You can also get an equivalency later, too, if he does quit. Like a what, what is that? GED? Like a GED, sure. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And but I, as a parent, I, I have to, my kid has to go to school. It's the law. I mean, I get he's 17, but he's going to be 17, 18. though. I think 16, right? And it depends oh. what state you're in. Oh, I didn't know there's a law about that. Yeah, because yeah, like if... I don't think it's a federal law, and you could check me on this, but I know when I grew up and where I grew up, you could be 16 and quit school and go to work. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Eddie, if you're like 12-year-old just stops going to school, you get arrested for it. Wow. Yeah. 
You're the, you're the truancy parent. Okay, I'll make sure my 12-year-old stays in school. Yes. I was working on a project with a guy recently. He's 21. He just dropped out of college. He's been coding since he was 13. He tried to give the whole college thing a chance, but he's just making too much money. He's like, I'm done with this. And now he has a full-time job. In the state we're in now, you can drop out if you're 17, if you have your parents' permission. Okay. Wow. There you go. Or you can drop out when you're 18 without your parents' permission if you haven't finished school yet. But you can drop out at 17 with your parents' permission. Um, I would have the conversation. You're a smart, logical person. I know you don't need high school. And you're crushing it. You're making more than me. Can I have a loan? All this stuff that you want to ask. <laughs> be like you're so close would you just finish for me as a favor to me and then if he still says no then you kind of have to respect it then ground him well, he's 17 he's gonna hack you <laughs> it's over if he's coding he's gonna but i think that is a difficult situation and there is not a one-size-fits-all for something like this but wow as a parent to know that at that age your kid already has it figured out it's very cool because sometimes i wonder what uh, what are they gonna do you know like how long are they gonna live at home <laughs> and that's, that's are a, they going to be able to support themselves? That's a legit concern. Anyway, we're doing the show, not therapy. Now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're confused. All right, that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. I want to talk to Jake, who lives in Pittsburgh. Hey, Jake, what's up, buddy? How's it going? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. What's up, dude? Hey, I have a story for lunch here. Uh, back in August on bring the trailer auctions an 06 Altima with zero miles sold for three million dollars oh wow for zero zero miles though yeah how do you how do you keep a car without driving it i wonder what happened why did they keep it because sometimes somebody will buy like a ipod version one or don't open a nintendo game or like my arkansas cheerleader barbie (laughs) which is just weird that i have back here (laughs) But if you keep it on open, apparently they're worth more. Why would someone have a car and never drive it? I have no idea, but maybe his lunchbox's car is worth more than he thinks. But no, no, no. Maybe My- if you drive it to where it gets to nine, 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 it goes back over to zero. Okay, Ferris Bueller, go in reverse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I need to go in reverse and get it back to zero. That would take a long time. What if you signed your car really big on the door, then auctioned it off? Oh, I kind of like that. It's to, kind of a good idea. To who? The uh, highest bidder. Yeah. yeah, Amy, anybody will buy it. How many miles your car have? 216,000, like 300 and something. What's best case scenario before you have to, best case before you have to get another car? Oh, man, I don't know. Can you go all 24? Oh, I mean, I highly doubt it. The fact that the check engine line has been on for two and a half months and they told <laughs> me I need a new engine and half the time it doesn't start, I doubt it. I, w- I mean, if I made it to May, I'd be ecstatic. I mean, when I took it to a repair shop last year, the guy told me, he's like, look, man, I can help you get a car. Like, I, I don't want to see you to keep putting money in this thing. He's like, what's your budget? And he started looking for used car. Like, he felt so bad for me. He was me. doing it, tell me something good for you? Yes. And he was just like, I, I can't let you put money back into this thing. So how and- much would you take, honestly, how much money would you take if someone said, I will give you 50 bucks? Oh, no. $50. Now, it's just an example of a number you wouldn't take. But realistically, if someone said, I will give you this much, how much for the car? I don't want to put a price on her, but I got to. Because they're not giving you much. Didn't you try to take it in and Kelly? No, no. I, I Kelly Blue booked online. And it was? two fifty. Two hundred and fifty dollars Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> not $250,000. <laughs> yeah. $250. <laughs> 
Like literally two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So what would you take if someone said, "I will give you blank"? Three thousand. Oh, no. there's no chance. What? Okay, so then you'll never make a penny. Well, no, no. You just said. I- well, yeah, one million. I'm saying, what's the <laughs> lowest you would take? What were you gonna say? You just said I'll sign it. Sign the door. You think your signature is worth that much on a yeah. car? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, if someone said I give you five hundred dollars for the car, no chance. Take I mean, five hundred dollars does nothing for me. It's a slap in the face. Take it. Yeah, I, like the tires. I mean, I don't know if the tires are worth five hundred dollars, but they're obviously not because they offer you There has to be something worth five hundred dollars in there, right? I don't know. The you steering have, wheel. Four hundred fifty dollars in cash hidden in the compartment somewhere. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, Jake, we appreciate that. Lunchbox is still hanging on. And it hasn't died coming to work. No. Do you take back roads just in case it does die, or do you get on the interstate? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, interstate real quick. And then... Oh, oh I didn't know you... Yeah, well, that quick. makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> all right, Jake, appreciate that. I'm sure we'll let you know whenever he decides to finally get a new car. Right. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, Amber works for Alaskan Airlines, and she's on a flight, and all of a sudden, this call button goes off. She goes over. Can I help you, sir? Well, this guy's a zoo official, and he's transporting six flamingo eggs, and the incubator stopped working. So... Are they with him, or are they back in, like, baggage? They're with him. Oh. Fragile eggs. They didn't stop him going through? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... She springs into action. She goes over and fills up rubber gloves with warm water and lays it on top of the eggs. And then other passengers started offering up their coat and scarves to, to pile on top for extra insulation. And then, you know, the, the eggs, they departed when they landed, got off the plane. But she had no idea if what they did was going to work. Well, a few months later, she got a phone call. Would you like to fly out to the zoo and meet the flamingos that you helped save? So she took her granddaughter, and they went to the zoo, and they saw the flamingos. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool people just to give their stuff up, too. Yeah. To kind of warm up the egg. Huh? They were transporting them from the zoo in Atlanta to a zoo in Seattle. Did you see that dog that pooped on that American Airlines flight or whatever? And yeah. freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> Poop, I like, mean, like in, on the seat? No, like in the, like in the, the ground. Yeah. <laughs> but like how quick. Just pick it up. I think, yeah, but it stinks. It, I mean, you, both. <laughs> both. It smells, but I mean, yeah, okay. Just pick it up. It's a dog, but also it does stink. It, it was just a whole, <laughs> it turned into a whole, uh, a whole shish kebab in the air. Yeah. But it just fighting each other. So all six were born, the yeah. flamingos, and her granddaughter's name is Sunny. So the zoo went ahead and named one of the flamingos Sunny. I like that. Cute. I'm glad you brought it back after the dog poop story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made, and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. 
and you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We're going to protect the identity of the person that we're talking about here. But Amy, I'm going to come over to you. So let's just say, we'll just say a girl. We're not saying if it's a girl or a guy. Let's just say a girl that you know this happened to with her pay. Okay? Yeah. So we know who it is. We're going to switch up some of the facts. But this is a true story. Go ahead. She received an email from accounting at her company. And it had attached payment, like a a breakdown of your paycheck. Mm -hmm. Except for it wasn't her paycheck. It was a paycheck of a guy that she works with that she's, they've both been there the same amount of time and they do the exact same thing. And his was significantly higher. Like she was shocked. Whoa. Like, man, that was, that's a, I mean, that sucks that they sent that to her. It's yeah. It's, it also sucks if that's the case and she's getting paid less for the same job. And I need, there's some details I need to know. Like, are, do they for sure have the same job? For sure, for sure. With same the time. same responsibility. Same responsibility, same amount of time. Is it a sales job to where he may be making money? Because, no. Mm. It's not a commission-based thing. Has he been there longer? Thing. No. Wow. Same Dang. amount of time. In fact, they'll often work alongside each other. That's how close they are in what they do. I mean, it's it's exact. Was she upset? Yeah. yeah. No, very. And she doesn't know how to handle it. And so I thought, well, let me take this to the guys. Oof, that's a tough one, man. This is the easiest question we've ever had. Really? I mean, okay. What? She just goes and demands equal pay? No. Oh. Because, yes, but not like that. Because then people get upset and hold resentment. And even though she may get it, the vibe at work is going to be off. People may treat her different. She got Well, sent- she's already getting treated different. She got sent this by accident by a supervisor or Accounting. payroll. Yeah. Yep. What you do is you, you have it in your email and you forward forward it to your boss and your boss's boss and back to accounting. And you go, hey, I don't think this was sent to me on purpose. This was an accident, I'm sure. But I have a lot of questions regarding 
what I saw in this when I when I opened it. That way they know you got it. I'm already nervous. <laughs> this is you being, it's not confrontational, but it is you asking for uh, their time and energy regarding something that isn't comfortable and something that she may be getting screwed on, but in a way that isn't aggressive. Because it's not like she went and hacked in and got it. Or it's not like she went and asked the person, can I see yours? They actually sent it to her. It wasn't like she was trying to find it. Yeah, it's like this fell into her lap. Yeah, well, you forward it to your boss, your boss's boss. So it doesn't look like you're jumping over their head and back to accounting. You say, I got this by accident. And I have a lot of questions regarding the pay. And I would have never even looked at this, but it was sent to me. And I opened it because I thought it was mine. And then when you go in, they know it was an accident. They know they screwed up. They're probably already going, oh, oh gosh. Mm-hmm. And then you start to ask questions. Because like, you did nothing wrong by opening an email that was sent to you. Like what kind of questions? You ask questions like, hey, I saw that. We'll just call him Chris. Yeah. I saw that Chris is making $11 a year and I'm making eight. We've been here at the same time. Like what is he doing differently than I'm doing? Mm. You don't go in going, I demand more. That's what you're doing. But you're doing it in a way that doesn't put anyone on their heels where they can answer the question and like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm glad you found that. We are going to bump you up. We didn't notice that your salary had been um, you know, you hadn't gotten a raise. So I think that's how you do it. A little bit. I mean, because you have to assume that it's Absolutely. it's potentially this way because she's a woman and he's a man. Or you find out. I thought out, we were mixing the genders. No, we're not. Okay. Or you find out. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we're not. Or you find out why it really is. Like, because there really actually may be a reason as well that you don't know. But you're about to find out one way or the wow. other. Wow. You're, yeah. you're about to get your raise mm-hmm. without being confrontational about it. Because then if they do nothing, you're like, no, that's just how it is. Well, then you can get confrontational. But you just don't want to, if you don't have to hurt the vibe at work, hurt the vibe at work. There, there comes a time when you have to. But first you just go, hey, I saw this. Obviously, I wasn't pursuing this. But it leads me to some questions now that I have this information. And if they don't have good answers, showtime, baby. What if they're like, Jimmy's here like till 11 o'clock at night every night? No, because it's a, it's a salary if there position. is a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not reason. saying that's the reason. In a salary position, time almost doesn't matter. It's how effective you are at your job. Right. But you're about to find out if Jimmy's just more value, valued at your company. I, that could be it. Yeah, because Jimmy's a man. No, no. It, I, it doesn't have to be. The, the thing is, you may find out what Jimmy does. <laughs> right. That is actually different. You can assume it's because he's a man. I can tell you it is. It's different. It's he's standing up? <laughs> and that's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. could be it's it like, too. It really yeah, could. Yeah. But you have to go and play it passively. The only thing I could think of and I was talking to her about it is okay, maybe he came in with more experience. They'll tell you. Whatever the case is, they'll tell you what it is. And it's up to you to decide whether that's a good enough answer or not. Because if you feel like it's not and they're only paying him because he's a dude, then again, which I mean, that's, it's showtime, baby. That's definitely about to happening. Make, well, yeah, places, obviously. So, it, let us know how that turns out. Poor Jimmy, like it probably doesn't know either. Right? Yeah. Jimmy's like thinking he's just making his living. He doesn't know he's making more than other people. And now all of a sudden, Jimmy's paycheck gets sent over. Man, we should do that here. Has we- anybody here ever been sent anybody else's? <laughs> no, <laughs> no paycheck. I've seen someone on a printer. You have? <laughs> Who has a paycheck on a printer? Um. One of the bosses has oh printed God. it for some reason. I don't know. Printed maybe a photo. Their own? Yeah. Or, oh. I guess. Why would they print a page? Here? Here. Like here. Hey, was, hey, was it awesome? Was it awesome? I was like, dang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I need your position. Okay. But I don't think they would give you that position. 
No, no. <laughs> no, I don't think they would either, but I, I just saw it and I was like, dang. Yeah. Um, but also, that's not a position that you're right beside. Right, right. Yeah. It's a different position, yeah. but I was just like, I didn't know that position made that. If it, if you knew that, would you have gone for that position? Who well, maybe. I don't know. It may be a lot of responsibility, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not quite sure what the person does, but they are doing all right. It's Eddie. That's what? not me. Right. There's no one in this room. <laughs> Time for rejected segments. Here we go. Rejected segments. These are the top five rejected segments from the last 30 days. These were ideas that were turned down because they were too either boring or dangerous or we do tell you why we turned down each idea. Number five. Number five. The idea was Lunchbox takes an eight-hour Uber. Apparently, there's no distance limit in taking Uber, but there's a time limit of eight hours. You just have to find a driver to accept it. What if we send Lunchbox on an eight-hour Uber ride, we find a place eight hours away that he can, he can visit, like the murder house or wherever, and then we also check in with them during the ride, and we see how much it costs at the end. A lot. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. So, rejected because one, expensive, and two, I don't think he would have done it. Yeah, just eight for, hours for the sake of doing it. He would have had to give me eight hours back. It would have been double expensive. Well, but if you were like sent to a murder house or something, we could have uh, had Abby follow you. <laughs> <laughs> this seems real. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. a good reject. Are you looking up to see how, how much it would be, Eddie? I'm trying to do like Chicago, like how much from here to Chicago, right? Too far, probably. You have to do seven hours, 59 minutes. Okay. Well, no, where would that somewhere be? Somewhere in uh, Missouri. Number four. Number four. Amy suggested show bonding trip, cow cuddle therapy. Yes. How did this get rejected? Did you know you can sign up for cow cuddle therapy? I think we should go as a show, a bonding trip of sorts. Could be so therapeutic for us. So rejected because I don't think any of us want to cuddle with cows, first of all. But number two, I think Amy's just looking for friends now because she sent two of these. <laughs> She also said uh, the line dancing one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think now she's just making And don't cows kind of stink? Uh, yeah. I mean. If they've yeah. been outside. Sure. But these are, these cows cuddle, so. I'm sure they really want to be cuddled and they pee and, oh, my God, they, they poop do. while you're cuddling. Would you guys have wanted to do that? No. no. All right, no. next up, let's go. Number three. Masked interviewer. Scuba Steve books a mystery guest, but they have to come in wearing a big mascot-like costume. We have no idea who it is. They can even talk in a different voice, but we get to ask 10 questions to figure out who it is. That's, That's fun. great. If they stump us, they get to promote whatever they want. If we guess it within 10, no interview, no promo. <laughs> That's that is fun. a great idea. The problem is we would never get anybody yeah, that good to do I'm this. Yeah. Do it. I mean, well, it's, that's like the, the mass singer. Like, there's never anyone really, really good. <laughs> they're always like C-list celebrities. But they're still celebrities that you know, and they get to promote themselves regardless. Yeah. So there have been some kind of famous on there, or people that used to be really famous. With this, if we told them this, you have to wear a mascot costume, and if we figure you out, you don't get to do your promo for whatever. Nobody would come in. I think it's a great idea, but nobody would come in. Yeah, that's funny. All right, next up. Number two. This one under the I'm just searching for show prep category. Eddie, I thought I caught my 16-year-old son drinking. No. This is a real story. Okay, tell the story. Like this, a, okay. this is crazy, guys. Here so we go. One weekend, I bought these Trulies, like a six-pack of Trulies or whatever, and I drank like two of them. No big deal. I put the rest in my refrigerator, and then one day, the same day, my son walks in the kitchen while I'm doing the dishes and takes the trash out. And I'm like, that's weird. He's never voluntarily taken the trash out. This is my 16-year-old son. Then I go in the refrigerator, and guess what? The Trulies are gone. Wait a second. Red flag. My son's drinking. 
He drank those Trulies, and he's throwing away the trash because the evidence is in the trash. Turns out the Trulies were like in the back of the refrigerator. They fell off the back. I found them like two days later. But for two days, I thought my son was drinking. Did you confront him? No. So no, what was the did segment? Did you go look in the trash? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I never looked in the trash. Did you check the recycle bin? It, it's under the category, had no show prep, so just made up a story. Like the time no, I did make up a story. Just, just, just like told a story, made it extra elaborate because... What was the underwear thing that wasn't underwear? Yeah, my uh, I found underwear in my Women's in underwear my car. in his car. My yeah. wife found them, and she thought they were women's underwear, but they ended up being like, I don't know, like a Speedo or something. It, no, no, it was no, a kid's were... like winter ski mask. Or yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. It's true stories, man. Let's go to number one. Number one. The number one rejected segment. Raymundo heard this country artist is going to be broke very soon. Oh. I would never get on and just have Ray tell a story. Because Ray even put the artist's name in it. He was like, I want to talk about so-and-so and what they're doing. I would never put the artist's name. Now, if we did it like a country music secret, yeah. I could understand. But Ray wanted to go hard at this person. Don't say who it is. Yeah, just some of the stuff they're doing, they're flying private to a lot of their shows when at this stage or however late or early in their career, you really aren't supposed to unless it's like really necessary. A New Yorker in LA, you're not flying private to just basic shows and this person is. Another thing is they Wait, just- did you say fly private to New York or LA? Yeah. No, that's way expensive. You never want to fly private to LA. It's like oh. $60,000 on this side because you're okay. flying all the way across the country. And they're doing that? Yeah. I know. Oh. My point is Ray doesn't even know what he's talking about. That <laughs> no, was- I do. <laughs> I do. And then they also just did a new house, and I don't think they have a family and kids, and I heard it was a 10,000-square-foot house, mm-hmm. which sounds massive. So it, 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 it is. It's probably something that's going to make you go broke, and that's why I said. Got it. I this know it is. Yeah, I did too. I know it yeah. is. Give me a single letter in their yeah, first yeah, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, now you got to beep it because they both did a letter. So beep wait, the what? letters. I don't have a letter. You I don't have a letter? Good. I mean, it matter. Well, it I matter. get with, there could be. This person's making a lot of money right now. Multiple. Okay. No, there's not multiple. Yeah, right. there is. I can think of like three with AI in it. But it's a very Same. common coupling of letters. Yes. But I'm not going to let you say who it is. Oh, I haven't said. <laughs> keep beep that. Keep beeping that when I keep saying the letter. <laughs> So can't do it. Yeah. And when you go out to drink, you don't don't have your facts. Correct. Well, when you go out with your friends, you probably shouldn't buy their drinks every time you go out with them. And I heard they always clear the tab, which is nice, but that's how you go broke. I don't know if that's how you go broke, because if you have a lot of money buying drinks or dinners, that's. But if you're going out, you don't know how you you don't know. You don't know how much money people have. Correct. But I I, no, I can't say that because it gives it away. And they may not be uh, paying for those jets. Like, somebody could be paying for that. Jets are free? No. No, 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 Somebody else is paying for it. Okay. This is why we don't do it, because we throw somebody under the bus, and it's not true. I know this person's making a lot of money. Now, I don't know what they're doing with their money. He's responsible So you know who he's talking about? Yes. He wrote it. He wanted to say it on the air. Okay, Ray, thank you. Yeah. That's Rejected Segments. Thank you. That was Rejected Segments. Here's a voicemail. Olivia from Michigan. I have a morning corny for Amy. What did the man with a broken leg say to his valentine? I have a crutch on you. Cute. I have a crutch on you. I like that. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day tomorrow? Yep. I'm ready. So I haven't really been specific about, okay, how many days, how many hours? Is Kaylin ready, though? I have no idea. Because we she don't was talk like, about it. yeah, because she, we were talking about doing Don't say anything to her yeah, today. Don't I'm not. Me. Don't even text her and be like. I didn't. Well, can I tell you the story? No, because you're going to spoil something. Okay. 
Go ahead. No, I just said, is she ready? She's like, well, what about Wednesday night? We could do something Wednesday night. I'm like, oh. right? <laughs> That's Valentine's oh, Day. <laughs> hey, maybe she's not ready, man. <laughs> you might make sure she knows you have something planned or the No, we haven't even it. talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We, we yeah, have not said tell. one word yeah. about Valentine's Day. Yeah. I just have the expectation that we're going to do something. Mm-hmm. And my expectation is hopefully by now she has an expectation that I'm going to try hard. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's not the case. I'm not saying anything. Okay. But well, she's making plans. Well, I'm not. I couldn't. I told her I I couldn't do it. <laughs> but neither can she. <laughs> she probably just didn't know what that date was. Exactly. I agree. Okay. Once she realizes that it's the 14th don't tomorrow. Say, don't say anything to her. Okay. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. So one in 10 Americans that are in a relationship do not know their partner's salary. Uh, One in five aren't sure how much their partner has in savings, what their credit score is, or where they spend most of their money. Credit score, I have no idea what my wife's is. The rest of it we know. She knows what I make. I know what she makes. I know what she, I mean, and then there's access to every, yeah, that's weird. I know Lunchbox says his wife doesn't know what he makes. She has no idea what I make. She has idea. Okay, I guess she has an idea, but yeah. she doesn't. But you just know. said she has no idea. But I'm just saying she has an idea. <laughs> like, how would she know? She has an idea based on the lifestyle that you live, and when you buy a house or when you talk about what we can afford, I think she would know. That's true. I guess yeah. Okay, because when I'm like, I can pay seventy percent, you pay thirty percent. That's true. Well, I mean, y'all have different accounts. I can't imagine that it's this many people that have, or I don't know how many people have separate accounts and completely different. So maybe you just don't know. Like, I have no idea her credit score. I don't know my credit score. I mean... Yeah, I don't know that I know my credit score either. I know it's good enough. And that can fluctuate here and there. Yeah. Weird. The credit score, I think, is kind of weird. But maybe, hey, go home today, ask your partner, how much did you make? That's a good conversation, (laughs) Sarah. But I think think most people know. (laughs) One in ten don't. Yeah. Okay. All right, what else? Okay, how often do you think your ex is checking your social media or... Do you check your exes? Um, Anybody? No, I never check my exes. I mean, I don't even know. Mine, who knows? Well, it's the man that is snooping on his ex's social media more. He takes a peek once every 30 days. And women check their exes less often, like an average of 92 days. They get curious. I guess maybe if you're not in a relationship, you check your ex. No, Lunchbox is always messaging with his exes on Facebook. But they were, I mean, I wouldn't say they're exes. They're. Well, you used to do it. Oh, okay. oh, got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That feels even. Like, there was know. no, there was no commitment. Not. Right. But I bet you girls, like, from the past, they definitely check on me. <laughs> For sure. Definitely. Your flings? Yes, 100%. They, they, like, when you're in the public eye, they're looking to see what you're doing. Like, me, I wouldn't even, some of them, I don't even know their name, so I don't know how to find them. So you're. Exes, but they're just ex flings. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. You don't even know their name. No, like green dress. No idea her name. You just have her on your phone as green dress. Yep. Yeah. It's probably more common to try to go to your ex's new person's page. I guess if you still care, or you're not like married and moved on, or yeah. Oh, it's not normal to do that. I don't no, even Amy. think no. about it. Amy, no. Okay. No. Cool. All right. What else? <laughs> so a list came out of the top thirty celebrities that use private jets the most Mm -hmm. and two country artists made the list because I mean you expect like Elon Musk Bill Gates Kardashian Kenny Chesney yeah he's on the list that's a good one Mm -hmm. he's at number 27 out of 30 and I got one more Garth nope Blake 
Oh, that's a good one. What well, I wonder if though Ooh. if Luke would be on there just because he gets to fly back to Idol back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that Blake got the voice. Yeah, uh, Blake's not the voice anymore. He did. Yeah, is it Blake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Blake. Yeah. He's at uh, twenty three out of thirty. So, what's the point of this story? I just thought two country stars made the list. Got it. Is that a good thing Look or a bad them. thing? <laughs> I don't think it's like, a bad thing. I wish I was on that list. I'm yeah, with you. I mean, that's it's okay, got works it. for them. I didn't, know if you were sh- I didn't know if you were shaming them or not. Oh, no. Uh-uh. But this year out of the top 30, Taylor Swift didn't even make the list. Look at her. Well, she, had, her. she had two jets in Tokyo waiting for her just in case one of them broke down. So she smart. She back. Oh, she so had crazy. two. Yeah, I know. That's cool. Uh, maybe I mean, that's crazy. my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe that's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. There's a doorman in New York City. It's on the Upper East Side, to be exact. And he's at work. He's just chilling out there and looking at people. Oh, you need a cab? Yeah, babe, babe. hey, cabby, cabby. Then he sees a woman walking by with her purse. Two guys come out of a car. Boom, pin her up against the glass. They start trying to steal her purse. She fights back. What does the doorman do? He runs up. Hey, get away from her. He breaks up the fight. They run away. So she's safe and she still has her purse. And he's being called a hero. But Lunchbox, you're going to hate this. He wants to be anonymous. That is heroic because he could have been hurt. Right. Correct. Like, to me, a hero is doing something for others whenever you could actually suffer from it, being injured or hurt. And he definitely could have been hurt or killed. So that is heroic. What's crazy, too, is it happened in broad daylight. He's like, man, New York City's changing. This doesn't happen very often where, like, just somebody's mugged like that in broad daylight. Did she have... A bulldog in her purse. <laughs> she didn't. She did not have one. No. Those things. They're stealing them like crazy on the streets of New York yeah. in daylight. He did say what was crazy is when the guys were running away. He's like, "Hey, man, she tried to steal my phone," and it was all lies. Like these guys are just weird. But anyway, he's a hero. He saved her. And we don't you. know who it is. We don't know who he is, but that's okay. He's still a hero. He is. It's a magical doorman. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.